listening to Vet Candy. Hey all, this is Dr. Jill Lopez. You may know me as the founder of Vet Candy, but do you know why I started Vet Candy? Simply put, it's because of people like you. I love that in our profession, there's always somebody new to meet. I'm really passionate about meeting new people and sharing their stories. And I consider myself fortunate to work in a field that is full of the coolest people on the planet. And that's why I created 21 Questions, to share their stories. With 21 Questions, we take a deep dive into interesting stories and topics. We talk with others in a free-formed, wide-open, relaxed conversation to not only have some laughs, but maybe to inspire some people along the way. Are you ready to get started? I am. Let's go. They say it takes a village to raise a child, and to an extent, that's true. But what does it take to raise a veterinarian? There are essentials, of course, a deep love of animals, access to high-quality education, hard work, persistence in the face of failure, plus a support network of family and friends who believe in your dreams. For Dr. Zahner and Liao, there was also another key factor that influenced his choice to become a veterinarian, and that was his community. Now, as the CEO and co-founder of Wellnergy Pets, Dr. Zondrem, or Dr. Z as his patients like to call him, is giving back to that very same Southern California community that helped raise him as a youngster all those years ago. I am delighted to introduce you today, Dr. Zondrem Liao. Welcome to the show, Dr. Zondrem. <laughs> thank you, Jill. Thank you. Thank you. Honestly, it's awesome to be on here with you. I'm so happy. And thank you for the super kind intro. Yeah. I'm so excited to have you on the show. And I, um, we just got back from, well, VMX a few weeks ago, and I was like looking for you and looking for you. It was so crazy. Now I'm going to be trying to look for you at Western Veterinary Conference. I have got to meet you in person because I know you, you're going to be really tall because you're always obsessed about basketball. So I feel like you're like six foot four, right? Flip those numbers around a little bit. I'm more closer to five foot six. I'm the five foot six Asian wears Waldo at every conference. So you guys can try to find me. I'll have to find because I was looking up high for a basketball player. You know what? If I was uh, six foot five, it wouldn't be as much of a challenge. So I'd like to give you give you guys a little bit of a challenge there. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna track you down. Well, then I can also text you too. This time I'll make sure I text you. Yeah, the VMX is crazy, crazy. So many people, so much stuff going on. Yeah. How crazy was it? I heard there was almost 28,000 people there. That's crazy. And it used to be maybe 8,000 or 10,000. And I don't know, is it like people want to be around other people and we're coming out of our shell? And the other thing, a lot of people are telling me, because I used to work in companies where you were at the booth, and people are normally not very nice to you when you're at the booth. They suck up to you to get the free stuff. But, you know, a lot of people, they won't make contact with you. They look down when they're walking by. They look down. You know what I'm saying? At VMX, everybody told me they had such a great crowd. Everyone was smiling and laughing and being polite. It was crazy, which is good. That's how we should be. We should. There should be more kindness in this world. Yeah, that feedback was so positive that I'm actually thinking about putting up a booth next year because <laughs> talking to all the vendors, all the booth people. And, you know, I think everyone was really just really looking forward to seeing all their friends again and seeing everyone in the veterinary field again. It was uh, the first big conference where everybody really wanted to attend in person in a long time. 
And that's probably what it was. This man, it was so much fun. And just like the vibe, the vibe was so positive. Yeah, it was an awesome vibe. I couldn't stop running into people. It, it was crazy. Everyone's laughing and lots of drinks were flowing. It was great times. <laughs> yeah, the drinks were flowing. And I saw there was a guy who was, um, I think that you had to get tickets or something. And he was trying to use old tickets. or Someone was like trying to scam this bartender. It's hilarious. Speaking about scamming bartenders, I got, this is the first conference I got carded by a bartender. I don't know what is the baby face or what, but I, I think it was the thought of some high school kid kind of sneak in here, get free drinks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Sneaking in to a veterinary conference to get drunk. Yeah. That's where we all go is right there. That's where the party is with the veterinarians. <laughs> okay, cool. So are you ready to play the game? Yeah, let's do it. Number one, Dr. Zondrem. What is the most embarrassing thing that you've ever done? I've done a ton of embarrassing things all, and I do it all the time. But just the most recent one was at VMX. I probably waved to like eight different people that were not waving at me. Like people just waving to people behind me. And I thought, I, I, I'm just here like, people want to say hi to me, you know? And I just thought every, everyone's waving at me and I'm just waving back and they're like nope not not him not him <laughs> they look at you funny oh that's funny i bet that happens a lot because you, you know you're like a star on instagram so you think like i'm an instagram star yeah and then you're like hey yeah and it's like sorry i wasn't talking to you i was talking to the man behind you so that's the most recent one but the, i think the most embarrassing one would probably be in the exam room and i actually uh, man i just thought of this this is probably happening like three months ago, you know, they started opening up uh, exam rooms back in some clinics, you know, where people are about to come in, do uh, in-room exams and see the pets. And I'm, I've been so used to working in the back, you know, mask on and, and cracking jokes with my team all the time. And I was just doing the exam and suddenly I transitioned from my normal accent to a completely Chinese accent mid-exam with a client there. And I was like checking on the the dog and then I was like all right so you guys are in here for what today okay you guys want to check the skin okay and I look at the dog and I start petting him like okay Dr. Liao do for you I checked the oh ear. my god yes wow the ear is so good and I look around and my nurse is just cracking up I'm like what are you, what are you laughing at and they're like did you know you just changed into an accent I'm like no I did not that client was so red for me it's like she didn't know to laugh or to just quiet and just let it be i ran out of there so fast that was that was embarrassing that's like i didn't say what's the weirdest thing you've done i'm just kidding she figured out that you didn't have an accent like she i wonder if she's telling her friends it's like you know one time i was at the vet clinic and this guy comes in who's speaking you know like california english and then he starts acting like he has an accent yeah and then i switched back real fast and i'm like hey i'm so sorry about that like it just came out of me i don't know where that came from <laughs> Maybe get a treatment plan ready for your pen, all right? And she's like, okay, okay. Like, oh, everyone's all sweating. <laughs> you know, I don't think she ever came back. That's the most embarrassing part, man. She never came back. I wonder if she, did she post about it on Yelp? <laughs> I hope maybe maybe Google reviews. I don't know. It was, it was funny though. That's pretty bad. So next question. Um, this one should be easy for you because I think you're a very spontaneous person. What is the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? I'm generally not super spontaneous. You seem so easy, like you're just showing up in the different, like Orlando, Las Vegas. I feel like you're that spontaneous, but you're just planning it. I plan, 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 plan. And then 
all of a sudden I'll have a, a moment where I'm like, all right, I need to do something crazy. So <laughs> then I, I just do something spontaneous. Yeah, I think the most recent one was just my parents and my whole family actually was asking me, hey, do you want to go on this trip to Greece? And I was like, no, I have work to do. No, I have work to do. No, I have work to do. And then like maybe three weeks prior, I'm like, okay, I'm going to Greece. I don't care. I'm going to take time off. You know, my work needs two months in advance. I can't, I can't do it no more. I got to go. And I just buy this, ex the most expensive plane ticket you'll ever buy it in your life for three weeks in advance to Greece. How much was it? Tell everybody so they'll learn not to do this. Yeah, don't do this, man. I, it was close to 2200 man. It was, it was, yeah, it was nuts. But you know what? I had a time of my life. I got my body healthy. got my body right. It was good. <laughs> I don't, hey, you know what? I spent that type of money. It better be the time of my life. So you flew from Los Angeles to where? To London and then from London to Athens. Athens. I'm just going to look at the price right now. Guess what? Four eighty-five. You gotta make me feel worse right now. <laughs> it was so you paid five times. You paid like five times the amount of a flight. That's crazy. Oh, I had to leave. I had, I needed a break. <laughs> I'm looking at March. Like you had to leave on March 12th, but you can get there for four eighty-five round trip. That's not bad. Yeah, I flew to Orlando from Connecticut for seventy-four dollars round trip on Frontier, and I'm flying to Las Vegas from Hartford. And it's $85 round trip. Now I feel like a fool. So, <laughs> Okay, I hate to stop you here. I feel so bad. But let's stop right here. Keep your thoughts. And let's go to a commercial break. And we'll be right back. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Hey, this is Dr. Quincy Hawley, and I'm here to tell you about a new show. It's Vet Candy Rounds with the Hawleys. That's right, Dr. Tierra, the love of my life, and I have teamed up to bring you the most fascinating cases in the world. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, or a podcast platform of your choice, only on Vet Candy Radio. What we've learned from this is it's okay to be spontaneous, but if you're going to go flying someplace, try to be spontaneous at least three months before you got to go, right? Maybe not stay in London that long, but Greece was the highlight. Greece was the highlight, though. <laughs> oh, really? Did you, so what's Greece like? Greece is awesome, man. I, I got to see uh, Athens where... Uh, the original Olympics took place. I got to run around the track. Yeah, man. I, I ran that whole track. I ran a whole mile. That's the, not the fastest mile I've ever ran, but it, it was it was pretty fast. It was, I know I was amped up. I was amped up. Did you carry a candle in your hand? You know what? I did not. I probably should have. I did have the flash on my phone, though, running around. So Athens was awesome. And then we dropped by uh, Turkey. Can't remember the name of the city no more. It, it just slipped my mind right now. But there's so many street cats in that city in Turkey. It was it was so cool. Yeah, I almost took one home. <laughs> oh, I wonder how much that flight would cost, right? You know what? When it comes down to it, money is like monopoly money, right? And it's all about creating new experiences. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And if you need a break, just take take that break, man. <laughs> maybe take a break closer. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe don't say no for half a whole, half a year and then say yes all of a sudden. Okay, uh, this might be the same 
question. What is your biggest regret? I'll be honest. I'm not really a regretful person. I don't have a ton of regrets in my life. I don't think I have any. How about paying $2,200 for a round trip ticket to end? Hey, you know what? I had to, I made sure I had fun, okay? You know, I didn't regret it until you told me it was 480 something right now. So. Yeah, 485 Okay, next question. What is your dream day like? If you could go anywhere on the planet, unlimited budget, bring whoever you wanted, clock doesn't start until you get your foot on the ground, you got 24 hours of whatever you want, what would you do? Where would you go? And who would go with you? So I spend a lot of time with a lot of people. I love meeting new people and hanging out with my friends. But I think my dream day, I would spend alone. And on an island, yeah, I would be, probably be alone on the island. You know, you want the beach, you want the sun, you want the sand, you want the water. And you wake up, you know, start the day with some coffee. Even on my day off, I'm, I'm going to take coffee for sure. And then I'll get in the water. Get in the water, spearfish. I do something called coastal foraging where I, you know, go dive for lobsters and octopus and sea urchins and scallops and mussels and things like that. So, you know, a morning full of that type of stuff. And then, you know, head back to the beach and cook my food on the beach, you know, over an open fire. Like an islander. Yeah, for sure. Like what people think of like being stranded on an island, like just suffering like that. That's my dream day. Did you ever see the movie Castaway with... um? Wilson. Yeah, I went to a Halloween party once and one of the um, waiters was dressed up as Wilson. Yeah, it was crazy. If you were a forager, you'd be fine, right? You'd be like forging stuff. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So next question is, what do you wish that you were really good at that you're not very good at? Man, I wish I was better at basketball. I'm okay at it, but I'm not what I used to be, you know, and I wish I was good at it again, like like professionally good. That would be a dream job. I was at, you know, at VMX, they had the Moikor booth and shout out to Moikor. He brought out the little mini hoop and I swear I was there for like two hours just trying to hit as many buckets as I could. <laughs> and they're like, will this guy ever leave? They're like, what the like, What's wrong with this little Asian guy out here? And he thinks he's Steph Curry. He's a hirsch. You need to go give other people a chance. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You know, all loops back to this Greece trip. I wish I was better with money. Let's just be honest. <laughs> yeah, if I was better with money, I wouldn't have spent that much on that Greece trip last minute. I planned it better. Yeah, but you had such a good time. Money doesn't even mean anything. Oh, no, no, not this trip. Okay, so next question. What's the weirdest thing you have in your closet? It'd be a, like a Halloween outfit. <laughs> you know, a lot of people's answer is some kind of weird Halloween outfit. Yeah, yeah. You know, people would say skeletons in the closet. I have literal skeleton in the closet, but it's like a, a Halloween costume. A Halloween costume? Okay. Do you dress up and go to work in a Halloween costume? <laughs> what, what are you trying to say? <laughs> Do you guys take it seriously? Like Halloween, that seriously at your clinic? Yeah, yeah. So my coworkers love Halloween. They take it super, super seriously. I was never a Halloween kid growing up. I'll just be completely honest. And, you know, all five foot six of me, I can find a costume in a kid's store. So this this is the first year I go and I'm like, all right, let's find a, a costume. The skeleton one was on sale. That's 11 bucks. I'm buying it. If I see something on sale for 11 bucks like that, I could wear it to a work. I could wear it to a party. That's golden right there. Yeah, you could just do a photo shoot with it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll uh, get one for vet candy. <laughs> Yeah, we put you on the cover. We'll put you on October. You can dress up like a, a skeleton. Little chubby Asian skeleton on the cover of Vet, vet Candy. It'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. C, a spectacular issue. Next question. If there was a time machine and you could go anywhere in the past or the future, where would you go and why? 
Yeah, this one kind of a little bit more serious, I guess. If I went to the past, I would probably go meet my grandfather. I pattern a lot of my life after all the stories I hear about him. So tell me about him. What was his name? It's it's a Chinese name, but it's S H U N Shun Thong. His last name Liao, and we grew up in Taiwan over there. We had a little city called Toufen, and he was the main OBGYN over there. Oh, yeah, he was the first OBGYN that really did a ton of different things in his practice. And he got really, really big where all the surrounding towns and cities people would go to him. You know, that's a lot for me to live up to. You know, creating that type of name for himself. So he's like a celebrity gynecologist. Yeah, yeah, back then, and then he moved over here to the United States and then started a business, a picture frame business, actually. Totally unrelated. Yeah, retired from medicine, became a, a businessman here, and now you'll see his picture frames. My dad has carried on his business, you know, in like the Wynn Hotels in in Vegas. So when he does something, he does it big, right? Yeah, yeah. And then when he, before, you know, I could grow up and ask him all this, he passed away. Actually, strangely, from a veterinary disease, he's passed away from coccidiomycosis. Really? Yeah. Super, super strange. But if I could, you know, do anything, I would just go back and pick his brain. You know, I'm trying to live up to legacy. I'm the first grandson on both sides of the family and a doctor and being a business person, you know, uh, I have a lot to learn. So that's what I would do if I could go to the past. You're not the first Dr. Liao. No, I'm the most recent Dr. Liao. My grandpa actually had nine siblings and eight of them were doctors, dentists, surgeons, cardiologists, Eight were doctors. What was the last one? The last one ran a, a photography business. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I'm, gi- I'm giving up. There's no way I can compete. Yeah, he's like, I can't compete with these guys, man. I'm not the I'm not the one that studies. I'm the one that takes picture of everybody else studying. So that's what he did. I mean, that's a lot of pressure to be under. Everybody in your family pretty much is a doctor. They're in, like it's a doctor factory. Yeah, it's a doctor factory in Taiwan, and they they all supported you know their families and provided for the people in their communities over in Taiwan, wherever they moved to. And yeah, I'm just trying to bring that over here to the United States and carry on that legacy. And uh, pressure makes diamonds, so um, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> so, are, if you uh, like, if you have kids, are you going to try to get them to be doctors? Are you guys the layouts or doctor factories? If they want to be doctors, that would be great. If they don't, if that's okay. If they can be successful, as successful as they can in whatever they want to be and able to fulfill their potential, then I'm, I did a good job. Okay. Okay. Good. Good answer. Okay. Next question. What is the last show you binge watched? So I finished Modern Family a long time ago. And for some weird reason that it came up on my suggestions on my Hulu, and I just been watching that nonstop recently. You like comedy, right? You like if you're a comedy fan. I'm a comedy guy from Modern Family. Uh, Jay is kind of <laughs> what I think I sound like, or I kind of mix between Jay and Phil Dumpy, so I get a lot of my comedy from them. Uh, but yeah, that's good stuff. I actually watched Wednesday too. And Wednesday, I finished in one night. That was really nice. So, wow, because that, that show is really cool. Can you do the Wednesday dance? Of course. No, no, no. The goo-goo muck? Here he is. He's doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Man, there's no way I could do the Wednesday dance. I wish. I don't have moves like that. Maybe I have a fear of drinks, though. Yeah, that's true. You know what you should do on your Instagram feed? I swear to God. You should put, like, a black outfit, sort of looks like her thing, but, like, black, and then put a white coat on. Do your Instagram. Take off your coat and then start doing that dance 
I'll try my best, but you know what? I think uh, if I go to Western and if I hit find him, let's go find Hunter Finn and uh, get him to do that. He got he got all the moves, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wonder if he has done that. You know what? I watched this trend, and I don't think I've ever seen a veterinarian do it. I've seen ice skaters do it. I've seen just like random people doing it. I think Madonna did it. Not any veterinarians. All right. Well, there you go. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, try to make you proud. <laughs> but you got to do her expression. No blinking. We've got to go to commercial break and we'll be right back. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more vet candy. Hello, this is Caitlin Palmer. You probably know me as the desk wench. You know, the sweet TikTok receptionist who has to deal with the evil Karen Stevens. Well, if you like that, you are going to love my new podcast, Desk Wench Confessions. On my show, I have funny guests who tell me about their own Karens. Plus, we have contests, giveaways, and skits. Trust me, you are going to love it. Check it out on a podcast platform of your choice on Vet Candy Radio. Next question is, if you could only hear one song or artist for the rest of your life, who would it be? Oh, it has to be Drake. And I'm not one of those uh, Drake guys that's like super sensitive or anything because of music like this. It just comes out with bangers and uh, you know, it was good stuff. Did you think something was going on with Kim Kardashian and then Drake with that song when it came out? Or you think he was just doing it to make Kanye mad? He had to be trolling. He had to be trying to make Kanye mad, right? So yeah, it would have to be Drake or The Weeknd. One of those two. The two bangers right there. The weekend's music to me, a lot of it sounds like so much like 80s music. When I hear the first part coming on, it reminds me of like 80s music. Yeah, a lot of it does. A lot of it does. Yeah, what a cool name. He changed his name to The Weeknd. That's awesome. He should trademark it and no one can say The Weeknd. Next question is, what is the weirdest dream you've ever had? So I'm actually not a dreamer. When it's time to sleep, I just, within seconds, I knock out. I'm not a guy who stays in bed and you know waits to fall asleep the second i get in bed i'm out like a light and the only time i do dream though it's really weird i get these weird deja vu dreams like for example i would dream about something and then like eight months would pass by and then whatever i dreamt about would, would just be happening and i'm like oh yeah i dreamt about this you know eight months ago so this is something that happens like oh and i would say maybe once a month you can see the future I'm like, man, I wish, but usually it's something stupid, like tying my shoes in front of like a, a red house or something like that and noticing there's like some dog poop on the left, <laughs> something like that. And then, yeah, or like I'm I'm studying in, in my room and then I'm moving my pencil like this and then you crow fly by. I'm like, oh, hey, I dreamt about this exact same thing. Like Premonitions, you have premonitions of insignificant things. I just looked it up and 6.5% of people do not have dreams. So you're a very rare person. Yeah, what can I say? <laughs> Next question. What is on your bucket list? You know what? I'm trying to cross off as many things as I can on my bucket list. And the next one to come is going to be, you know, opening my own practice soon. Okay, that's definitely there. All right. Uh, another one coming is that, you know, my my special day on the island by myself, you know. <laughs> of course, yeah, my special island day, coastal foraging, catching fish and lobster and stuff like that. That's on the bucket list. And then giving back is a really important thing that's on my bucket list where I can 
you know, help out the community, you know, donate to, you know, uh, services that need funds and things like that. And, you know, it all definitely, you know, rides on me becoming successful enough or at some point, okay, I can give back. And so, you know, I'm giving back with my, what I can do now with uh, my job as a veterinarian. I work for a local rescue now, you know, and I give back to the community that way, a low cost clinic. And then eventually, hopefully I can give back even more to the community that helped raise me. Oh, that's great. That's great. I was just talking with, with somebody and they said they worked at a practice that's like going into an Apple store. I feel like if you had your own practice, it would, although you did say you're the least technical millennial, but I see you having this practice that's like super efficient. You don't have to talk to anyone. You don't even go through emotion of checking in because you're already checked in like space. And then everything is done. Nobody's, no paper is being given out. It's just like a beautiful place. Is that the kind of, like, what kind of place, like your dream vet clinic, what would it look like? Good question. You know what? Uh, despite my name, Sonram, sounding like a technology name. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like an Elon Musk child. <laughs> the irony of it is I'm the worst millennial in the world when it comes to technology. I can't use anything. You know, trying to find a way to record something on my phone today <laughs> took me like 15 minutes. You know, I'm not the best with that. And as far as, you know, my clinic goes, my dream clinic goes, would be very customer facing. You know, despite all that tech stuff that my name sounds like, we wish to make connection with the people in the community. It's like very warm and very like people together. Yeah, down to earth. Like going to a coffee shop, like a cool coffee shop. People just hang out there. For sure. The name, I already have it set up. Hopefully it's coming soon. You know, Sunshine Veterinary Care is what we're going to call it. And, you know, the slogan's going to be veterinary care with a smile, you know, and that's that's what it is. We're going to be making people smile. We're going to be providing, you know, smiles from our end when we see your pet. And just like you said, like a coffee shop feel, sit down. You need to see the pet. You need to get blood work done, x-rays. Hey, you know what? Take a seat over here. There's some tables. There's some coffee. There's, you can want, you want a boba, go for it, you know, grab yourself some pastries. All right. And, you know, wait for those results. And hopefully we have good news for you. And that's what we're hoping. So could, you could actually have a coffee shop in there. That'd be cool. That's the literal dream is to buy a plaza and then here's the clinic. And right next to it is this this coffee shop, cafe, boba place have a feel. That's how I grew up. And where people want to, like they want you to come in. They're happy to see you. They're not just like, here's your coffee, leave. So no chandeliers like the Batik ladies. I wish I could be as cool as the Vetique ladies. Unfortunately, I'm just this I'm a ground level, grimy, you know, in the community, kind of slaving away. You give them coffee, but no champagne. No, one, right? maybe, yeah, coffee, maybe no champagne. I, I, if I need my champagne, I'm going to go visit my friends at Vetique. <laughs> Vetique, I know. I was looking through their stuff. They have like bottles in a wall, like a whole wall with wine. Yeah, we all go together sometimes. <laughs> I know. I know. You take the top, I'll take the bottom and we'll drink them out of business. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys to take you're going down. Yeah, let me just make sure I take my famotidine so I don't show up with my Asian glow. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that sounds really nice though. Like a place you feel like your home. You can relax, drink your coffee, eat your avocado toast. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, not too technical. So you have to talk to people. You don't have to like just sign in 
with um, your iPads. Hey, you just talk to people. You don't have to work no, uh, no kiosk, nothing like that. Just come see my face and uh, we'll, we'll have a good laugh and uh, get your pet up and running back to normal. That sounds nice. Okay, next question. What is your go-to karaoke song? Like if you went to the Vetique ladies' place and you drank all their wine and they you got up on the bar, on their gold bar, what would you sing? Man, I'd probably end up singing something stupid like, uh, you know, the Rick Rolled song? Never gonna give you up. <laughs> Never gonna let you down. <laughs> something stupid like that. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Get some drinks in me and and that's going... That's good. That's the best song. I think that's like the best answer for that. That's the only answer for that. That's the only answer. That's just going to get the whole crowd. Everyone's going to be singing. Yeah, everyone's going to be doing the dance like that. Yeah. Okay. So next question. If you can move anywhere in the world, where would you go? I, it's going to weird, be weird to say. I, I love where I am right now. This is the dream. Southern California, you know, this is where I grew up. This is where my people are. These are that helped raise me. This is uh, Southern California is my home. I'm one. I'm 20 minutes from the beach. I'm one hour from the mountain, three hours from Vegas, 40 minutes from downtown LA. It's great. But if I could just move south a little bit at some point when I retire to yeah, San Diego, oh, that's even. Aren't you guys worried about like the California falling into the water or something like the fault? When it happens, it happens. You know, I, that's out of my control. <laughs> if it happens, it happens. Uh, you know, we'll deal with, with it then. Uh, hopefully, in some time in our lifetime. And my friends at UC San Diego are are researching that stuff and making sure that we're going to be ready. Okay, good. I was just watching a, a movie. I had HBO Max, like, to try it out. And there was a movie called Moon Something. And the moon, do not watch it, is not good. But anyway, the moon gets out of line or whatever and then all of a sudden i was like who cares if the moon gets and i was like whoops bye california it came on you guys well that's movie that uh something like that happened too regarding california it was san andreas I, was the rock in that one i don't remember something like that stuff. <laughs> now that that should have gotten an oscar that guy's awesome i'm a fan of disaster movies and one that started my hometown you know that's great <laughs> that guy he's amazing i just saw something he did the other day on social media when he he grew up in hawaii and he i think he had a single mom and he was struggling he was working out like crazy but he was always hungry and he used to go to the 7-eleven and steal snickers he was hungry he didn't have any food and he comes back to the store and he delivers like a truckload of snickers <laughs> to pay him back yeah, and I love that he loves Taylor Swift. Isn't that funny? He thinks her songs. He loves her songs. He's like the biggest guy, and he's he's out here singing Taylor Swift. He has two he has two people on uh, his playlist. He has Taylor Swift and his Moana soundtrack. Oh, did he sing in Moana? Yeah, he sang "You're You're Welcome." That was him. You're welcome. And he's a like a quadruple threat. Whenever BMX has like celebrities, they should have him come out and do this song. Oh my god. He is so talented. I just thought it sounded like him because trust me, I've heard that song a million times with my kids. We even have this Spanish track. I wonder if he did the Spanish track because it sounded just like the English track. Can you do the eyebrow thing, the rock eyebrow thing? Where you, uh, man, I can I can never do it. I have a lot of eyebrows, but no, they don't go in opposite directions. They just sit there. Okay, hold it right there. Let's take a break and go to our sponsor and we'll come right back and finish this conversation. 
We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Hey, this is Dr. Julio Alonso. Do you want to keep up with everything Vet Matt? Then check out my show on Vet Candy TV. We talk about clinical updates, science news, plus some of the coolest people in our profession. Stream at My Vet Candy 24-7 on YouTube, iTunes, and most other video platforms. Okay, next question. What is the biggest lesson you've ever learned? I could say a ton of things. I could say stuff about falling down seven times, getting up eight times, you know. But I think the most important one that can apply to almost everyone is to just to live in the moment. Don't take things for granted. If you're enjoying what you're doing, keep chasing it. Aim for the stars, you know. Just the man who loves the journey will enjoy it more than the man who loves success. Because if you're in love with the process of it all, and the moments that you're you're doing all the things, then no matter what, you're going to be happy. And I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, you're just looking towards the results all the time. Then if you don't hit the results, then you're going to be very heartbroken. Or you hit it and then it's over, right? You're like working, working, working. You hit the results, it's over. If you're in love with the, the process and you're in love with the journey, no matter what you get to in the future, you're going to be very happy, very fulfilled with it. And I think falling in love with the journey and whatever you do is, is really important. Like, that's why I love VetMed. I love everything VetMed. I love talking to you on podcasts like this. I love being in the surgery room. I love dealing with my clients in the lobby, in the exam. I love fixing pets. Uh, I love seeing the kids in the exam rooms. You know, when I hand the dog back and they have smiles on their faces. And then I love studying and learning new things at conferences. You know, it, the journey is so important. Whatever you do, make sure you love the journey and, and life won't feel like work. Yeah, I mean, be present. Like and like you said, enjoy the journey. Those are the moments that I think are important when you, when you live in the moment. So, yeah. Okay, next question. What's the one thing you can't live without? So you are stranded on a, on a desert island having your great time, but what can you not live without? I mean, if I have my phone and my credit card information stored, I can get anything sent to me, I guess. I'm resourceful. What can I say? I, you know, make sure I have my phone with all the data saved. They have everything sent to me. I'm okay. <laughs> okay I mean, I'm you could go on that show Survivor, and you'll be like the only one who doesn't want to get kicked out. Like, you would just be having a great time, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd be out here. I'll be like, what, what are we having for lunch? We had to cra- catch our own lunch. Great. Yeah, let's go. What do you want? You want a coconut grab? You want some seaweed? I, I I can get you guys some seaweed. It doesn't move. I don't have to chase it very far, you know? Yeah, all that stuff is fun for me. I, I don't know. So you should you should look into that. You're in California. They probably try out. Despite my like 50 applications to go on Survivor, I never got chosen once. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. Did you? No, no, I didn't really. I was just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you should. You know, because that there was a guy, Shaq, or wait, Shake. Shake, who was on... Shake, don't talk, don't talk, man. Shake. He ruined us. He ru- We had such a stellar reputation being veterinarians, and he goes on Love is Blind, and he ruins it. So we need somebody to go back in and take it back. Like, take it back. Yeah, and it's got to be you on Survivor. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. You know, yeah, I got I to gotta pick up uh, what, what Shake left in, in shambles, I guess. And speaking of binge-worthy shows, I definitely binge Love is Blind, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know, a lot of veterinarians have, and I think it's because we've heard that, you know, when you hear the word about a 
evil veterinarian, your ears pop up and you have to look into it. So I think it's, yeah, everyone's watching it. They got everybody addicted to it. Yeah, you know how we are, man. We hear we hear one thing, then the whole crowd goes and listens. Yeah, we had to see how he ruined us. He ruined us. Okay, next question. What's your biggest guilty pleasure? <laughs> yeah, man, that's not even much of a guilty pleasure, man. That's just... Do you wear a snorkel when you go foraging for lobsters? Yes, I do. I have the whole snorkel gear on. Go for yeah, flippers on when I go lobster diving. Oh, speaking of spontaneous things, this was one of them. I decided one weekend everyone was studying for finals. Finals was coming up, and I was like, you know what? I got the finals in the bag. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go lobster diving, and I went to veterinary school at Ross, you know, in the Caribbean, and I decided to just go out by myself because everyone's studying. Worst decision ever. Don't go lobster diving by yourself. Yeah, make sure you have a swim or a dive buddy. I went by myself. I started swimming at, swimming out. I, when I get to the beach, I see clouds out in the ocean. I'm like, oh, that's not coming here. I'm okay. I swim out 20 minutes. It starts pouring. I don't know how, what I'm going to say on this, but a whole freaking storm rolled in on my beach where I'm swimming. By this point, I'm 40 minutes out into the ocean. But you had flippers on and a, you had a mask, flippers and a snorkel. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And a whole storm came through and I got swept out. I swam out 40 minutes. My lucky be alive. It took me two hours to swim back. You're so lucky. Oh, so you guys want to hear from Dr. Z ever again? <laughs> that was it. My story would have ended right there. Yeah, there would have been a story about you because like no one would have paid attention to you if you said you were going lobster diving because they're all fixated on their their finals. So all of a sudden you're missing and nobody they'll never find your body, right? So you would be this mysterious vet student that, mis- that disappeared during finals. Yeah, there would be like a Netflix movie about it, right? Like a, a series and it would be what happened to Dr. Zon? Oh, he wasn't a doctor. What happened to Zonrem Liao? You know, the vet student, yes, they were having his finals and he disappeared. Yeah, I was already uh, famous for my antics during finals weeks uh, out at Ross. So shout out Dr. St. Jean and uh, Dr. Callanhan for uh, sticking up by my side during all those crazy times. (laughs) So tell me about like the feeling you had, because like once you've done this, you never ever go out far again. But once you had that feeling where you're getting pulled out to sea and, and you're like, oh, I'm getting pulled out to sea. And then you're swimming and you're going nowhere. And then, you you know, it's like everything gets farther and farther. And you know not to panic. Like, what did you, did your life flash in front of you? Like, what did you think? I think what I did was I swam really hard for about five minutes. And I was like, dude, I'm swimming really hard, but I'm not really getting anywhere. And I think it'd be smarter for me just like conserve my energy. So out there, there's reefs, you know. So I find the, the biggest rock in, on this reef. And then I just hold on to it. What if it was a shark? Luckily, sharks don't like storms either. It seems like. Well, I just went to the reef. I got to the reef. I found the biggest rock. A little bit of it was sticking out of the water. <laughs> and there's nobody on the beach, right? So you're like, this, no one's looking at you. Yeah. I can't even see the shore. I'm, I'm so far. Oh, my God. That's so scary. So I'm just sitting there. And, and all I see is, I don't even see the shore. I see this the cliff where where the shore is attached to. I'm just sitting there on this rock in the middle of the ocean waiting for this storm to pass. And what did I get myself into? Um, and then every like five, 10 minutes or so, I'm like, okay, I think the, it's calm enough. Let me brave this. And I end up back at the rock. Like, oh, no. 
and I break this again. And then finally, I, I, after two hours, I'm like, all right, I think we can make it back to shore. <laughs> oh, my God. You're lucky you had a rock. Yeah. So the gods of finals week got you. They taught you a lesson. Don't you ever not study for finals. They're like, no matter how prepared you think you are, you're, you are prepared. Okay. You're not prepared. The next time you had finals, did you go lobsters? Never again. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, no, never again. <laughs> okay. Good job. Good job. And guess what? Your last question. Are you ready for it? Yeah. If you were a superhero, what would your superpower be? This is my favorite question that people ask me. I mean, I want to be Frozone. You know Frozone? Samuel L. Jackson from The Incredibles. He's like uh, the guy that goes, where's my super suit? <laughs> where's my super suit? But he gets to turn everything into ice. Uh-huh. Slide around. He's like this, uh, the Iceman from Incredibles. He's funny. And I was just like, yeah, slide around on, on ice like this. <laughs> it's um on The Incredibles, like the cartoon one, right? Yeah, yeah. How do you spell that? Oh, man, I think F-R-O-Z-O-N-E. Oh, Frozone. Yeah, let me see what it looks like. Oh, it's so cute. That would be like the most fun, uh, I guess, superhero to be if I was a superhero. What was his power? He just turns things into ice and he just, he just roll around on ice, man. He's just, he doesn't do much. He doesn't do anything. He makes ice cream for the for the people, snow cones, things like that. You know, <laughs> other than that, the next would just be teleportation. Then I wouldn't be late for anything ever again. Then you'd go to Greece for free. Then you'd go to Greece for free. I wouldn't have to pay $2,000 anymore. I could just teleport here and there. And, you know, I'd be in Orlando in a second. I wouldn't be late for my meetings, you know. <laughs> you could teleport from the from the rocks to the beach? Yeah, out of the, out of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> you could teleport out of the shark's mouth and then right back to the land. Yeah. As long as I don't teleport, like, uh, you know, everything teleports except for, like, my clothes. Like, you know, as long as that doesn't happen, yeah. Yeah, that would be very bad. Then it could be your most embarrassing moment. Okay, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just getting a note. We have to go to commercial break. So you guys keep listening and we'll be right back. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Vet Candy Life is a talk show hosted by well-being gurus, Dr. Quincy Hawley and Renee Michelle. Each episode features expert tips, lifestyle advice, and real-life experiences from the most interesting people in the world. Check it out on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Well, that was so much fun. It's so much fun having you on the show, Dr. Zodram. So now if someone wants to know more about you, connect with you, I was talking about your Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you can, if you're interested or curious or you want to follow me, you can find me on Instagram. The handle is dr.zonramliao, Z-O-N-R-A-M-L-I-A-O. And I post things, you know, all things vet med, all positive, all fun, and lots of teaching. So if you guys are trying to learn things, you can find me there. And uh, if you guys want to find us and our supplements and how to help your pets from home and the Wellnergy Pet Supplements to try to keep your pets out of the veterinary office, you can find us at www.wellnergypets.com. 
www.com. I love it when people say www. Yeah, right? Because I'm still old. I still don't say that. But W-E-L-L-N-E-R-G-Y-P-E-T-S. Wellnergy Pets. So it's available at CBS and where else? Yeah, so we're going to be in CBS stores starting April. Or you're going to be in Chewy.com starting March. You can find us on Petco. You can find us in Lowe's Improvement, your local pick and saves. Uh, you can find us on Amazon and Walmart.com as well. Oh, wow. You're like, you're everywhere. You're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got I got pretty lucky, you know. People love our products and love a story and uh, they want to provide I love the name. You got me on the name. I love that name. It's hard to find a name, right? Wellness and energy. You know, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Well, that sounds great. Well, thanks for being on the show. And next week we have Dr. Jonathan Gonzalez. And he's going to tell us all about life in Texas playing with puppies. Seriously. He is a puppy fanatic. He plays with puppies all day. I swear. Isn't that crazy? So thanks for listening. And we will catch you next week. Vet Candy. Vet Candy. Vet Candy. It's Vet Candy Radio.